Sorry for my behaviour this morning. I'm a space cadet because I was taken on a wild goose chase yesterday. What do you mean? A wild goose... Oh, look, I'll explain. I've just got to get my story straight first. But I was taken on a wild goose chase around Hobart. And I don't think that I'm the only man that this has happened to. Okay. I was in and out of the car. I'm driving around in circles. Yesterday. Yesterday. You haven't even mentioned anything about uh, this this morning. Look, I was going to try to keep my mouth shut, but then I thought, I represent men of Hobart. I'm pr- sorry. I'm, no, a, I'm what off. a lot of men as, as, as aspire to be. Yeah, Basic English. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm getting, yeah. I'm okay. not the only bloke that I think has been on this wild goose chase We're doing this around next. Hobart. Are we doing this next? Oh, I, I, maybe I've just got to get it off my chair. Because so then we've just got to scrap everything that we just had a discussion about I'm talking so about. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Plus R2-D2, we're going to release him. We're still doing that, are we? Are we allowed to still do that? I think we'll have some time. Okay, great. We're going to release... After I've discussed my wild goose chase. R2-D2 into the studio inside the next 15 minutes as soon as we do 13, 12, 16 and you could score him. This is the best thing. If you have not seen the video of him, it's on our Facebook page. Yes. He could be yours. Thanks to Harvey Norman and our hottie of the month. It's Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 12 past 6 on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Paul's just scrapped the show if you've just joined us. We literally just had a discussion before we went on air. Let's talk about Kyrgios. I know. And we've also got to talk about Cahill. I mean, Cahill and Kyrgios. I mean, two Australian stories overnight that will shock you. But right now, I I need to go a little bit more local because I love this city. I love it more. I know, I know, I know. You always try to outdo me. Well, I was born here. Well, yeah, and you got the stickers. Now, I went on a wild goose chase yesterday. My girlfriend has clocked over eight months. So we're in the final month. Yeah. Okay. The baby will be arriving. She told me this morning. She woke me up in the dead of night at 3 o'clock and she said, do you realise that within seven Wednesdays... Oh, God, she has been thinking too much. We'll have a child. And I corrected her and I said, well, it's actually five. She said, no. And I said, well, today's Wednesday. Anyway, that was Why a conversation. Why do you do this? I, I was with you in the car the other day with oh, her. And she was... You You just need to let it go because she was trying to tell you that she was eight months pregnant. Yeah, at that point. At that point, which means that by the time her due date came around, she would have been ten months pregnant. Correct. And you had to get into a fight with a pregnant woman, seven or eight months, who cares? Yeah. Just let us say it's eight months, even if it's seven. Oh, no. So you had to get into a fight because clearly... You know, she'd just gotten things mixed up. It was baby brain. She's Say growing it. a baby. Say it. Well, she's growing a baby. It's, a, it's the three-syllable term, baby brain. And then she turned to me and she goes, I'm right, aren't I? And I'm thinking, no, women aren't pregnant for 10 months, but I can't. I can't. I'm not you gonna shut just, your mouth in I wasn't going to say a thing. Oh. I was just going to stay right Then I was it. trying to explain to her the gestation period of a human can be to an elephant anyway. Oh, that's right. We did get onto elephants. I know. And... I should never mention elephant around what? a very pregnant woman. Yeah. God, Stupid that was move. awkward. So... I took her up to Northgate Plaza yesterday. Oh, she would love that. We love it. I mean, she's 10 months pregnant now. and No, she <laughs> loves <laughs> she lo- Yeah, the kid just started school. <laughs> uh, she loves it. We go up to the food court. Oh, God, Paul. She has a kebab. I have Chinese. It's what we do. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she just stops eating. And I'm thinking, oh, God, another hair in her food. You know, every time we go out, she has a hair in her food. Mm. I'm starting to think it's her hair. <laughs> I said, oh, what's wrong now? She said, oh, nothing wrong with the food. She said, I've got a lay-by I've got to pick up. Okay. I said, a lay-by? What did you put on a lay-by? And she goes, oh, I'm sure I've got a lay-by. So we go into Target and she gives them her details. And they said, I'm sorry, we don't, we don't have a lay-by for you. She said, no, no, I've got a lay-by. I'm sure I've got a lay-by. I can remember putting something aside. And they said, oh, no, not under your name. So then they checked my name and... Checked her mum's name for some reason. Uh, next thing I know, we're up in Glenorchy. We're at Big W. We're at the counter. Oh, no. Oh, uh, I think I've got a lay-by here. <laughs> what is going on? She said, no, no, it's a lay-by. And I'm starting to think, oh, maybe she's lay-by something for Christmas for me and she doesn't want me to see it. So that's why she's being vague. Mm-hmm. 
We end up at Maya <laughs> in the city. Oh, I think I've got a lay-by. And they know her down there. She used to work down yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember you coming in. No, I'm sure I've got a lay-by. I just can't think of what it was. Got a lay-by. Got a lay-by. Checking the details. Checking the details. Mm, looking puzzled. Looking puzzled. We get back in the car. And I say to her, so where do you reckon it is? And then she stops. And she's thinking. And I've learnt not to interfere when she's thinking. Please, yeah. And she says to me, ah. Oh. I said, oh, what? And she says, oh, I think I dreamt it. <laughs> But he dreamt she had a lay-by. I want to throw our baby brain if you've had it or been on the receiving end of it. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Waiting 22 with some late showers. Seven at the moment. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. R2-D2, he's going to break into the show in minutes. 13, 12, 16 as soon as he does and you could win him. I am desperate to get my hands on one of these. Um, of course, R2-D2 featuring in uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi comes out December 15. Trailer dropped yesterday. OMG. Okay. How many times? Probably five. You watched it five yeah, times. and I got my laptop and I plugged it into the TV so I could see it on the big oh screen. Oh, my God. I haven't even seen it. What do you mean you haven't seen it? I haven't even seen the trailer. I haven't even seen the last Star Wars. You haven't seen The Force Awakens? No. It came out like two years ago. Because the one before that I was yawned with. Because you could tell who was going to die. Well, this is just ridiculous. This thing is amazing and it asks so many questions. And then I watched the trailer five times. I jump on the director's Twitter account and he said, oh, I wouldn't recommend anyone watch the trailer if you want to go in cold to seeing the movie. Because <laughs> there is a bit in the trailer and you go, oh, okay, that looks like the last scene of that movie. <laughs> Now that I've watched it five times, I can't even pretend to be surprised. But that's my problem. That's, my that is a first world problem. That is a me problem. Uh, yeah, but the Star Wars R2-D2 robot would be just the best thing to have in your house. Oh, totally. And you can go on missions with you. You can teach it tricks. You can control it through an app. Yeah. It is epic and you could score it in minutes. Out here, we're world famous. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Twenty-two, the top. We are sending people to see Pink. Oh, How epic is this? This is great. You're just going to be a hit VIP at hit.com.au, and you could be getting the call up. This is awesome. We got Macklemore to come as well as Harry Styles as well. I'd love to see tickets Harry. to their gigs. Yeah. I mean, how many people from Hobart have we already sent to Ed Sheeran oh. R&B Fridays Live? Yeah, and. I was going to say Ed Sheeran, but I already said yeah. that. Now I feel like I've is Baby Brain contagious? Yeah, there's the other one, the big one. Oh, we th- we sent them to see Pink. Oh, on the world yeah. famous roof. In Los, uh, in uh... <laughs> LA. God. Oh, it's top. Oh, I can no, see I'm, someone just I'm held sorry. up a. Sta- I'm not going to say the station name, but it's a station that's demographic. It's targeted to older people. Yeah. Someone, one of the girls that produces show, just held up that and said, "Maybe it's time for us yeah. to move." Yeah. Can you put the triple? <gasps> oh, don't do um, that. Hey, coming up next, um, I want to talk mm, about Nick Kyrgios, yep. who walked off court last night yep. in Shanghai after one set, and he's tried to justify himself by yeah. tweeting this morning. Four weeks, four of the... This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. T42 have you covered for a special event. Birthday, corporate event, wine dinner, Christmas function, or just a group of friends for a feed. You can't function without us. They've got to take the pause out because you know what I'm like. I know, if there's a pause. I'll talk. You just left another one. I'll talk. Okay. Okay. What is going on with Nick Kyrgios? Okay, earlier in the week we reported that Rafa Nadal essentially gave him a little hint as to how he might want to live his life. That was after Rafa beat him. Um, And Rafa was really good about it. Explained to him how much of a future he has and all that sort of stuff. Last night, he's playing in the Shanghai Open, round one of the Shanghai Open. He loses the first set after getting two of those penalties for mucking around too much. After losing the first set, he packs up his gear and he leaves. Yeah. Just walks off. People that were there at the game said that it was a hissy fit. All right? Since then... He's sort of tried to tell his side of the story, and he's tweeted the following. Now, it's a long tweet, so we 
wrote it on his phone, then took a screenshot and okay. shared it as a picture. Guys, I want to apologise to the fans in Shanghai and those that watched around the world on TV today. I've been battling a stomach bug for the past 24 hours and I tried to be ready, but I was really struggling on the court today, which I think was pretty evident from the first point. My shoulder started to hurt in the practice today. Well, that's not a stomach bug. No. Shoulder started to hurt, which didn't help either. And once I lost the first set, I was just not strong enough to continue because I've not eaten much in the past 24 hours. There's a lot of excuses in that sentence. I don't believe it. I, I you don't. don't. No. Is this boy who cried wolf sort of if stuff? If this was an isolated incident, I'd believe it. Yep. But like you said, the people that were there said that he stormed off. Well, that's right. And in, in the early reports of what took place in Shanghai, there was no speculation around a stomach bug, a sore shoulder... Or Nick having not eaten for 24 hours. And either way, who cares? Like, these are elite athletes that get paid millions of dollars. That's right. I mean, Serena Williams played pregnant. Well, yeah, that's the standard now, isn't it? come on. She wasn't complaining about morning sickness or baby brain. And and within 20 (laughs) years, that story will have changed too. Well, you remember the year that Serena Williams gave birth between the first and second set? And she went on to win the Grand Slam. Okay, polar opposite of Nick Kyrgios is Tim Cahill, who has been described overnight as a freak and the greatest ever. He scored the winner against Syria last night, keeping Australia, the Socceroos, in contention for the World Cup. This happened in overtime. This is like a movie moment. You know those sports movies you watch? Unbelievable. And the fact that Tim... It just seems that they leave Tim Cahill in cotton wool and every four years we get to experience... Tim Cahill again. And this is after all the detractors. Everyone has said in the last couple of weeks, why is he still in the team? He's getting too old. Why would you have Cahill? And the proof is there on Twitter. Well, this guy saved the country last night. Trending. Just on those sporting movies, if you do watch Dodgeball, I just have to reiterate, it's not a real life story. Yeah. So just in case. Well, because some people thought that... Well, because it's called the real underdogs. The real, yeah. I'm just trying to think who thought that was a, a real story because <laughs> okay. I've I worked with her, but okay. but I've worked with so many women that I can't remember which one it was. Okay. There's no need to name. What's the one that, that works with me the closest like every day for like, oh, hours I don't know. on end? I, 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 I'd all come to I don't know who would have sat down their entire family saying, you've got to watch this movie. It's a true story. <laughs> Stop laughing at it. It's, it's a real story. It's not funny. It's Paul and Woody. I know about Seat 109.9. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 16 to 7. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Check your games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for tickets to the movies. Get ready to call 13, 12, 16. And we say it every day, given that it's school holidays. You got more of a chance of getting through. The easiest week to get through. Yes, it is. Easiest week to get through. All right, we'll spin the wheel. Let's okay. see how we go. Let's spin it. I put some new ones on there the other week. They haven't come up yeah. yet. Well, that's a liner. So let's go with the new one. Uh, is it alphabet? The alphabet oh, game. Yes, okay. Um, the alphabet game. This, this can really expose... Me, but all right. This was uh, one of Hobart's ideas yes. because someone said the other day on air, "Oh, why don't you try taking on the quizzes? They're not that easy." Mm. Yeah. So this is where someone will take you on for movie tickets. Okay. Alphabet. It's so easy. Well, it's a bit like categories, where in which we will pick a letter of the alphabet, yeah. and I will go back and forth with someone that calls the show, and we will see whose knowledge is better when it comes to that letter. For instance, we might start with the letter F and we have to consecutively name fruit. A fruit with an F, a fruit with a G. So name a fruit, a fruit with, with an, an F. F. Uh, uh, um, a fruit. <laughs> it's a fruit. You can't do um, You are so no, bad no, at No, no, a game. Fuji. A Fuji. What is a Fuji? That's a, that's a myth. Isn't there a Fuji? Is there something called a Fuji? M- Mason's saying no. Mason's saying there's no such thing as a Fuji. I think that Tell there's a Tell me what a Fuji, Fuji tastes like. What does it's a Fuji... It's a bit... It's, it's, it's quite pungent. It's, um... Is this something you tried in Bali? Because I don't know if it was actually what you think it was. A Fuji... I just looked up Fuji and they say Fuji film. <laughs> no, it's a food. It's, um... It's, it's what? 
It's uh, Fuji food. Oh, Hang God, on. you really do sound it's, like you should uh, be on the ABC. <laughs> Fuji. It's a Japanese... It's a, no, no, you're just making stuff no, up. It's a, it's this game they, is going to go for 10 minutes if you try to explain every single one well, of you your answers. Well, you have to put a time limit on it. Okay. All right. 13, 12, 16, if you want to take Paul on in alpha bet. All right. I'm sure that there's a food called Fuji. Okay. Well, maybe we can look at A Fuji in. apple. Is it an apple? Oh, God. You're asking us. You're the one that's come to the table with the information. A Fuji. Fuji. A Fuji apple. Yeah, but you didn't say Fuji apple. The Fuji, Fuji apple is an apple hybrid developed by the growers of Tohoku Research Station in Fujisaki, Japan. I am not making this up. Oh, my God. This is going to take a long time. Okay. Clear your morning, Hobart. We're going to be here for a while. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Nine away from seven. Hit's Paul and Woody. I apologise for this game in advance. It's a new one. It's called Alphabet. And it's where Paul takes on someone from Hobart for movie tickets, right? that's right. This is because people have said, oh, well, Paul makes it seem so easy. Why doesn't he get on and take us on? Yeah, 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 let's do it. So Mason is going to be our adjudicator. Mace? Yep, ready to go. Okay, because you know that Paul... Well, I, I don't cheat. You, you make stuff up. You I do. just said that a, a name of a fruit was a Fuji, and everyone said, no, it's not. It's a name of photographic film, and it is an apple. So, mm. Southern Coles. Thank you. Um, this is Tickets to the Snowman, Double Pass, Ooh. Incidents October 18th. This is a good one for Halloween. Starring Val Kilmer. You're going to be taking on today. Carly, how are you feeling, Carly? Good, thanks. That's good. Right. I've got faith in you. So this is how it works. We go through the alphabet. There will be a subject. You go from A, B, C, D, naming something right. under that subject, yeah? No worries. Because you're the guest, you can start with A, and it is... What's the topic? Food. Any food. Any food you put in your gob. Okay, so Carly Apple. says one with A, I say one with B. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, you ready to go? Well yeah. done. What was that? <laughs> Apple. Apple <laughs> Berries. Are we going to play the sound effect every single time? No, I just realised it's actually going to yeah. slow down the thing. <laughs> Duck. Duck. This could go forever. What did she say? She said eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, Fuji. Fuji apples. Oh, there we go. Guacamole. Fuji. H. Uh, halloumi cheese. Indian. Who oh. gave us this topic? This is like... Yeah. <laughs> This is going to go forever. No, no. J. J. Three. No, you're up to I. Oh, J. She said Indian. Okay, J. She threw me. No, J. J. Oh, you're up to J. 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 Okay, I'm I. Three. Two. Paul. One. What's J? Japanese. Oh, Juicy fruit? Is, oh, this is great. Juicy so she fruit. says Indian. <laughs> Juicy fruit is not a oh, food. It is a food. It's something I used to swallow. Did you never used to swallow it? And I you... never had it. I, I've never swallowed a Juicy fruit. Yeah, I have. Has anyone else ever swallowed Nor it? No, Japanese. And then you... <laughs> I have. <laughs> what? I didn't know you could just do national. Indian. Japanese. Yeah. Korean. Jamaican. <laughs> Jamaican me angry. I have, I have had a Jamaican. That's enough from you. Just what? give her the movie enough ticket. From me? Because you're better than that. No, but you know, with, did you ever hear this? Just quickly, Carly, that when you swallowed chewing gum, it stayed in your intestines for seven years? I've is that found. true? Mace, can we Google that? Because I, I used, used to think it was true. Yeah. It's not but is that bad. like when your parents told you you couldn't go for a swim after you've eaten and that was just so they could enjoy a wine That's or a beer? <laughs> well done. I think this went well. This is good. Yeah, very first game of Alphabet. <laughs> This is, yeah. this is a keeper. Really, really this good. is more of an after eight And now everyone's all talking over the top of each other. I'm assuming you're still <laughs> there. The next game. You see how many people you can go. There we go. Put on the radio and talk over each other. You're off to the movies. Well done, Carly. Thank you. Let's go. school. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Kids, Paul and Woody for McDonald's. The Monopoly game at Macca's ends soon. Hurry in today and play. This isn't one of those facts like my nan used to say where I had to eat my crusts to get curly hair like hers. Oh, You know, right. like those facts that... 
Because we were discussing it earlier. I was talking about juicy fruit. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I'll tell you what, if you've missed the first hour this morning, guys, thank God for the podcast, eh? <laughs> I swallowed. I used to swallow juicy fruit growing yeah. up, chewing gum. Yeah, yeah. Until I got told that when you swallow it, it stays in your intestines for seven years. Yeah, so I, it, it just feels it. like something your parents would tell you so you don't swallow the chewing gum. Is that my surprise, my sweet Google that. Yeah, um, I've got a result from a doctor named David Milov. He says <laughs> if we swallow chewing gum, that would mean every single person who ever swallowed gum within the last seven years yeah. would have evidence of the gum in the digestive tract. But colonoscopies... Colonos- Sorry? Colonos- Was this, the, is this another doctor? Colonoscopy? Colonoscopy. Col. Whatever, you know Help what I'm trying to now. say. You've had colonoscopies, Paul. We don't have to discuss that. We have, and we're doing one live oh, on air next there's week. Enough. <laughs> there's already too many cameras in this studio. Colonoscopies well have, uh, thank you, turned up no such evidence. However, <laughs> he says that on occasion, they will see a piece of swallowed gum, but usually it's not something that's more than a week old. Okay. Oh, so your parents lied to you. Well, I feel like my whole childhood has been ripped off. Hey, can we, question without notice, and I'll, you know, you can have a bit of time for this one. There's a similar story about white bread. What about it? If you, if you eat white bread, it stays in your system for ages, and that's why you're supposed to eat brown or, or the multigrain. Did you, did you ever get the eat your greens to give you big muscles? No, did you get that? Yes, and I'm still waiting for these big muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. If you've got one to add to it, something your That's parents Popeye, told you. Popeye, isn't it? 13, 12, 16. That was Popeye spinach. Popeye, you said spinach. spinach. Yeah. <laughs> it's spinach, mate. That's great. Uh, the colonoscopy, though. Imagine doing a colonoscopy on people just to see if chewing gum's still up there. Right. What was it like getting a colonoscopy? <laughs> you don't remember a lot of it. Okay. No, you don't. Um, my the guy that did it for me, he was great. He just did it in a car park. <laughs> Out of ten, if you were to rate it, oh, I don't think um, <laughs> the car park or the experience, the experience, the experience. That uh, was fine. It, in all, in, look. In all honesty, don't be afraid of it. I mean, I'm not saying go and get one for the hell of it, but I'm not saying yeah, or don't go get one in a car park. Oh yeah, don't do I that. Mean, it's I've a got five era. booked in, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I just told Mason that I was going to use a GoPro. Okay. I mean, I need a running start. Okay. Thank God the song's fired off. Oh my God. But in all seriousness, you don't even feel it. I'll have to try it. <laughs> I think it's something you just try for fun. <laughs> Why does it feel like a Friday? <laughs> this is... Good song. Yeah, it is a good one. I was nothing. Okay, we're down to the last month. Yes, our show baby will be born in about a month, Hobart. We're so excited. Okay. We'll be live Facebook streaming it, giving away front row seats no, to the business it's, end. It's private. Now, I've admitted that I'm a little bit queasy when it comes to bodily fluids. And I might not be great when it comes to the birthing suite. And I must thank Melissa's friend, Alyssa, who rang her yesterday just as this show finished and said that she's prepared to sub me out yeah. and be there for the birth. In case you faint. Yeah. But I've already offered my yeah, services. Okay. And I love it. I love it that Alyssa has offered and I love it that you've offered. Yeah. And Mason. And, oh, well, that would be just weird, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, he'd have to show his ID to get in for a start. <laughs> that would be weird. Look, and I love that people are putting up their hands. Okay. Poor choice of phrasing mm. when it comes to a birthing suite. But I'm going to do this. But you don't know. You don't have control over yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm going to try and do it because it's my responsibility. Yes. we've discussed this and there's a fairly good chance I am the father. <laughs> and I've just asked for people to share their birthing suite experiences just to help me get through. All they've been so far, though, is horror stories. They're horrible stories. <laughs> One guy, Andre, said yesterday that there was squirting blood. Why did he have to use that word? We want to know what goes on inside Hobart Birthing Suites. Yes. Brianna, have you been in one? Yeah, I had my son who's five now. Okay. And did yeah. you have someone in there observing? I had, 
Yeah, I had my mum and my son's father. Okay. And the word of advice I have for you is make sure you go to the bathroom for one and two beforehand because my partner at the time, he was holding it in the whole time, even though my birth only went for four hours. Um, it was still four hours of holding it in. And just as I said, yeah, quick, you've got time to go. Go to the bathroom quick. That's just when my son decided to come out. So I had to tell him to get off the toilet real quick and come back oh in. We can't even go on a road trip, you and I, Paul, without you needing to stop it, do a pit stop in the toilet. You know what you're going to have to get? You're going to have to get a nappy. That's what you're going to need oh, to do. Oh, great. Oh, so it's all right. A man diaper. Yeah, man oh, diaper. excellent. <laughs> a so my when I go down and get some huggies for yeah. the kid, I'll get an extra large <laughs> pair for me. Two for one. Great. Oh, well, what's your alternative? Well, I don't know. You, you have a lot of bowel movements. So, all right. Well, don't talk about my emotions on air. Um... <laughs> Tell me, Brianna, like when the baby's coming, is there an ability for a woman just to hold on? Oh, my God. You're not serious. And then well, release. Well, technically you could try, but, yeah, the instincts are way too strong. You don't really have a choice. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to see how Melissa would handle that if you said that to her in a birth. Yeah, just hold sleep. on for a minute. Just yeah. cross your legs. I've just got to go and do a number one. I'll yeah. be back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> try that. And okay. can you make, please make sure you film it? Yeah, great. Yeah. Because if you don't pass out from the blood, she's going to make you pass out. <laughs> You're suggesting she's going to chop me in the throat? Well, she's black belt. Thanks for your call, Brianna. Thank you. Bye. Awesome. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. T42. Kick back with a gin and tonic waterside or enjoy a glass from their large and eclectic wine list. We've been covering off on this yesterday as well. Dino's Pizza. I know. I can't believe it was burnt down. 1am in the morning, the previous morning, and fireys somehow managed to stop it and prevent it from hitting adjoining buildings. Yeah, we're told there's only a bit of smoke damage to the adjoining buildings, which is a great positive for those businesses. But for Dino's Pizza, who we're being told was not insured... No. It's a $500,000 bill. Now, police have shared more information with us this morning, and it looks like arson. Two individuals broke into Dino's Pizza and distributed around the building an accelerant. Yeah. Set the place alight and then took off in a vehicle that was stolen from Lena Valley. I have said that there's some GoFundMe pages that have popped up because he's absolutely, understandably heartbroken. Oh, yeah, it's a business that's been there for, what, three decades, 30 but, years? Look, it's, it is a very popular business and the bloke has a great presence yeah. on social media and we feel sorry for him this morning. And if you've got some... Spare change. I mean, anything will count when yes. contributing to the fund. He wants to keep his pizza shop going in Hobart. Well, it's an iconic place. Of course. Trending. The Star Wars trailer dropped yesterday. Mm. It is epic. Mm. Uh, we are introduced to the Porgs. The, the Porgs. Porgs. They're adorable. They're like these little sort of penguiny looking things. And they're friends with Chewbacca. Okay. And is this just a marketing tool? So is no, that what this is not to get kids interested in Star Wars. Oh, well, and then by Christmas time, everyone's... What is it, a Porg? I want a Porg. <laughs> I've already looked online and you can get Porgs that sort of make noises. Oh, my God. And they make yeah, little but... sort of alarm noises. They go, ah, ah. <laughs> okay. uh, and there are some really freaky bits in there. It looks like since the last one, Ray's force powers have improved so much that Luke Skywalker is freaked out by them. He doesn't know what he's going to do with her. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? And then, of course, you've got Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. In the preview as well now. Yeah. D- does Carrie Fisher get killed off in this one? Because obviously she can't be a- in the third. I mean, it poses a lot of questions. It does. It and really Kylo does. Ren looks so evil and hideous and completely controlled by Snoke. So. Snoke? Smog? Pog? Whatever its name Pog. was. Pog. Sorry. What a name. Pog. Trending. Snoke and Kylo. Uh, whatever. <laughs> the latest trending now and Scoopler itself at Hit Hobart. 19 away from 8. Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody inside 10. R2D2 is going to break into the show. 13, 12, 16, as soon as he does. And you could score him thanks to Harvey Norman and our hottie of the month. Love it, love it, love it. This is Phone Topic Roulette. We are going to pitch some phone topics at you. 
Let us know if one interests you. You can end the segment at any time by calling 13 12 16. Uh, Phil, our boss, has been giving me parenting advice. <laughs> he's got two very well-behaved boys. And he said to me a strange thing yesterday. He said, say goodbye to going to the movies for a while. Mm. When you have a baby, you just don't get to go to the movies for a while. Now, this concerns me because the baby's due in a month. And I know that Star Wars, The Last Jedi, comes out on December 15. Am I not going to be able to see that at the movies? Unless you go by yourself, and that's just creepy because cause you're older now. Oh, that's... And you wear your, what is it, your duffel jacket or, yeah. I've never worn a duffel coat to a cinema. And it's just weird because... Oh, that's just because I did the popcorn trick to you once. Yeah, and that's awkward. I want to know, do you not get to go to the movies for a while when you become a parent? Because I want to see it with Melissa. Melissa and I have seen all the recent Star Wars movies together. But what world are you living in, Paul? Like, this is why you need to have friends. So they can babysit for you. So oh, I no. bet you're going to even, even have a problem with someone babysitting. Yeah, well, I have trust issues. Um, couldn't I take the baby? No. What if I've got a good you baby? You know what you'll end up with? You'll be one of those people that you've always whinged about that takes a baby to the movie and it starts crying. What? You want I've kids. never whinged you about have, children I will, at the cinema. I will go back and I'll get the tape where you've said they should be banned, I they should only attend movies at 10am in the morning, and they shouldn't be in restaurants after 6pm at I, night. I don't remember we'll, that saying that. We will find that. We will find that. that. I don't remember writing an article about that in the Sunday oh, paper. Yes, there's print proof as well. 13, 12, 16, help me out. 13, 12, 16, do you have to ask permission to touch someone's dog? Oh, yes. Because you told me off the other day when we were doing Fat Dog v Dad Bod, my dog taking on you in a running race, my dog won, and a black lab ran over to me. Yeah. And I just started playing with you it. Can't do that. And going, oh, it was a little baby. But I used to have a black lab. And so that it kind doesn't of mean anything. Me. But then anyway, you gave me this filthy look. Yeah, you can't do that. And the owner came over... And so I said, oh, sorry, do you mind if I touch your dog? And she didn't mind. Yeah, but that's fine. But I think you've, there's an obligation where you go, oh, do you mind if I pet your dog? And then, oh, yep, okay, great. And then everything's no, clear. I think with a dog it's fine. No. A lot of people have touched mine. A lot of people. Yeah, but that's a different My- topic. <laughs> One topic at a time, please. Can you <laughs> 13, 12, 16, can you touch someone else's dog without permission? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. 13, 12, 16, I'm hearing about sausages in the oven. People are cooking their sausages wait, wait. in the oven. Where are you hearing this? Like, On blogs. What kind of what kind of parties do you go to? Uh, people are cooking sausages in the oven rather than oh in the pan God. and under the grill. And people are saying that if you want a juicy sausage, you can't. We're not doing sausage talk. No, again. I want to know <laughs> about people cooking sausages in the oven. As I love cooking things in the oven, because you can just leave them. Right. You can go away and you can yeah. you know do the vacuuming or hang the washing out. You sound like a 90-year-old. I want to know if people are cooking sausages in the oven and if they taste good. Why don't you just try it? You, you know, you are such a... I, I can't even relive this, but when you tricked your girlfriend into cooking a roast and all it was was a piece of rolled-up steak, you I had bought, rolled it up. I bought three steaks and, and I used cooking twine and tied them yeah, together. That is quicker. That is deceptive. Yeah, but if she that says is, that I want a roast and it's already five o'clock... I can't stick a roast in the oven. We'll be eating so just, it, didn't I? How about, I don't know, just be honest with her. No. I mean, your kid is going to grow up so confused. <laughs> well, I can't believe we Do we have time for we... a caller? Oh, okay, we got okay. one. Okay. <laughs> took a while. Hit 100.9, who's this? Steve. G'day, Steve. Steve. What would you like to talk about? Uh, your first topic, Paul, going to the movies. Oh, when you've had a baby. You don't want to talk about sausages yeah. in the oven. All right, oh, that's God. fine. Uh, what about yeah. going to the movies when you've had a kid? Yeah, me and my wife, we, it was probably uh, four or five months before we went to the movies again after our son was born. Four or five months? I can't See, I think that's a that good long. stretch. Our boss was saying <laughs> a few years. That's what he was but saying. If you, if, 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 if you really want, Paul, I'll go and watch it for you and I'll let you know what, what, what it's all about. Oh, great. So he's not offering to go with me. <laughs> he's not offering to look after the kid. He's going to tell <laughs> me about Star Wars. Good on you, Steve. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Hits Paul and Woody for McDonald's. The Monopoly game at Macca's ends soon. Hurry in today and play. By the way, 22 the top today with a couple of showers later on. Inside 15 minutes.
We've got $100 cash. 100 That is guaranteed. Guaranteed. To go away today. I'll tell you what, the player you had yesterday from the Eastern Shore... Nailed it. 50 seconds. That's wow. how long the competition... This, this is Hobart's easiest competition. It certainly is. Let's face it. And because of that, we are after someone else from the Eastern Shore. We're also after your calls and whether you believe a man can have a sympathetic pregnancy. I'm having one. I have... N- I, I cannot shut you up about babies I've got a tummy lately. ache again. Yeah, but that's because you're lactose intolerant and you just stuffed your gob with a cream bun. Can you not that's- say that? I, my blood sugars were low. You don't... But the thing is, you whinge about being lactose intolerant... And then you go and eat lactose. So what do you expect? Oh, well, I'm sorry, okay? You're painting the porcelain toilet like something you'd seen at Mona. That's like, a horrible thing to say. <laughs> I knew you'd gone in there. I knew it. I'm having a sympathetic pregnancy. You are not. You even think that you've started to lactate. I, I, I mean... I'm, I saw something. I think that's just your sweaty man And boobs. it's going to be difficult for me lactating because I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> I'm going to turn on myself. (laughs) Lyndon, you're a father. Uh, What do you think about sympathetic pregnancies for men? I I think they can be real, but I think it's more likely in Paul's case he's having a pathetic pregnancy. (laughs) Pathetic pregnancy. Thanks for your call, Lyndon. That's really disrespectful. Paul of Woody. Are you leaking? Uh, No! It's the pattern on my T-shirt. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. It's Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9 at 10 past 8. Do you want to say what you've... You're just in this mood at the moment where you just want to set Hobart off. No, I write an article for the paper every week. We write an article. Write an article. It's article called He Says, She Says, That's not right. She Says, She Says. Okay. Or He Says, He Says. Am I the he or am I the she? Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes you're a bigger. <clears throat> don't than me. say that. You that that's a little nickname you've started to give me around this office, and I overheard that. But anyway, okay. no. Look, I suggested in the paper on Sunday that um, weddings were not a place for children, and mm. since then everyone's having a go at me because. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. If you want to chime in on this one, if you think like me that weddings are not a great place for kids, I just think that. You overthink other people's lives too much. When was the last wedding you went to? What was um, it? Like, why is this such a concern to you? I emceed <laughs> Melissa's sister's wedding. Yeah, who? Brought her kids along. Because she has kids. The kids, so- <laughs> they walked all over my punchlines. I mean, that was about me that day. I mean, that was about life that day. And I, I'd written a tight five to kick things off with. I've heard some of it. You'd have to be pretty drunk to enjoy it. Oh, come on. What about oh. the joke I do about the picture of the bride mounted? Okay, that's not funny. Oh. Yeah. Neither is the ones that I hear about. Oh, lucky the bride's wearing white, white so she matches the appliances. Yeah, okay. I do that one Well, there's as well. pink appliances now and, and silver yeah, appliances. And this is and, the sort of stuff the kids are know. doing. Yeah, because... Whoa, we've got a pink toaster. Shut up, I'm trying to do a routine up here. Was I just this, want to know. This, well, sorry, but this is... You're whinging about kids being at weddings. This was the same wedding where your much younger girlfriend proposed to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. front of the bride? Yeah, that was a bit... Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just wondering... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, a lot of things happened that day. Okay, and yeah, okay, I was frustrated that day. But I just don't think that it's a great place to have children at a wedding. So, 13, 12, yeah. 16, what do you reckon? Chris, what do you think about kids at weddings? Um, yeah, I would um, strongly disagree with having children at weddings. Yeah, um, yeah it just ruins the fun for, especially the parents particularly. Yeah, definitely. A parents blank- want to get out on the tear and cut loose a bit for once. And it only happens maybe once a decade. Well, that's right. Oh, come yeah. on. You want a blanket ban on kids? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great just one. Just at weddings. Them. Just at weddings. Just at weddings. I'm out now. You know, I, I don't have a huge concern, Chris, with them coming along to the ceremony and then of course. shooting that's off. generous of you. Yeah. Well, that's what the, the ceremony is for. It's for the friends that don't really make the list to go to the reception. Is there anything more <laughs> offensive than being invited to a ceremony and not the reception? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe the invitation just got lost in the mail. Oh, yeah. It's so good when you look over at the ceremony and the person sitting next to you is wearing a pair of jeans and you know they're not going to the reception. <laughs> exactly right. You know Thanks for your call, Chris. Tony, what do you think about kids at weddings? Should it happen? Uh, for someone whose parents are Italian and we have huge weddings, it, it, you would be 
blacklisted if you did invite the kids. Oh, it w- oh. would not go down well? No, definitely not. Um. Look, to plan an Italian wedding, mm. it is like uh, a strategy like going into war. <laughs> like, it's, it's military. It seriously is. Oh you've, you've got to be... You've got to know who you can sit at each table. There's always one of the rowdy tables. Um, but, yeah, you've got to have the direct family or direct family um, members or, or family close friends closer to the wedding party and all that sort of thing. Oh, no, seriously, you know, it's got to be crazy. And it would have, what, ramifications for generations if you... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, if you didn't invite the kids, yeah, you'd be in big trouble. Okay. How yeah. scary is an Italian mama? Uh, we'll put it this way. I, I said from a very young age I'd never marry an Italian girl because I, I wouldn't be able to put up with the in-laws. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if I had in-laws like my parents, uh, they'd be very lucky. Now, my parents are pretty cool. They've, they've been yeah, in, in Tassie for nearly 60 years, so they're, they're great. Right. But, I have to yeah, just disclose for a moment, Tony, that as yeah. you told that story, Woody fell off her chair. Oh, no. <laughs> She's flat on her back, Tony. Do you usually have that effect on women, Tone? Oh, <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> well, I'd like to think so. I headphones. I can't even hear as what he's saying. As long as I don't put him to sleep. Can you... <laughs> Are you all right? I don't know Are you what okay? Happened. I just fell oh, off my high chair. You just disappeared. Like, one minute you're there and the next minute... Somebody gave it Copperfield or something. Swallow it. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin. Live the dream at DJ Use Vehicles. We need someone from the east side today to try and take home that $100 cash because we were victorious. Yeah, well done. Good job. Less than 60 seconds that is all amazing. it took. It was so fast. That's kind of supermodel money. It is, 100 it is. bucks for 60 seconds yeah, work. well done. That means you are losers on the west. But I'm very proud to welcome her back to the show. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Yeah, good on you, Amy. She's up and about and her buzzer is west. Who have you got? I've got Noah, is it? Yep. Noah, welcome. You will be taking on Amy for that $100 cash. Thank you, thank you. Your buzzer being east, Noah. First to buzz in gets a crack at the question. It's a best of three questions. Woody will read them, and the winner will take home a hungy this morning. In Star Wars, who is Princess Leia's brother? I know that one. No. Nope. Okay. Luke Skywalker. Okay. I'm glad you report on Star Wars so much yeah, on the show, right. Paul. Oh, clearly, I might have to start to reassess the content. Maybe a bit more Kim Kardashian. Yeah, or I'll, I'll up the Kardashian gear. Ernie from Sesame Street sang about his rubber what? Uh, West. Yes, uh, West. West. Amy. Um, his little his rubber ducky. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, that was correct. <laughs> Just because she's from the West, we still have to take her point. Who sang Party in the USA? East. Yes, East. Molly Okay, oh, we need a tiebreaker. We've got ourselves a game now. Okay. Who is Rebecca Judd married to? Uh. Oh, yeah, I thought I'd get that Chris one. Judd. Oh. She's one of Paul's favourite people in the oh, world. She's great to follow on Instagram. She doesn't get paid for any of those posts. Um, Kate Ritchie won Logies for her role in which TV soapy? Which TV? What, sorry? TV East. soapy. Was that you, West? East. East. Neighbours. I think... Are we going to have to do a double round? Are we doing another question? Have we run out of that questions? All questions are gone. Well, they come back tomorrow and play for 200. You're coming back tomorrow to play for 200 bucks. Did we say the answer was home and away for it's Kate home Ritchie? and away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so it's a $200 game tomorrow, guys. Oh, thank you. Okay. Catch you tomorrow. Carrie Bitmore oh, wow. and Tommy Little. I pretty much came to the realisation oh, that no. I have an addiction to my phone. I'm trying to cut down on my phone usage. Yep. Tracy, what? This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Hit Paul and Woody with Hobart's biggest movie buff. Oh my smurf. Screening now for Village Cinemas Hobart. A world of movie experiences. Look, she was handpicked by Hobart to represent 
as Hobart's biggest movie buff, and she's just gone and seen The Kingsman. Mel joins us. Mel, I was just speaking to my brother about this last night. Now, the second movie for The Kingsman, I've heard that it's absolutely phenomenal. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Like, I, I the first one was so unexpected, I think. That's what was so great about the first one. Like, it came out and it was like, oh, yeah, a spy movie. And then you watched it and it was brilliant. So I guess the, that that kind of thing has gone with the second one because you've already seen something like it. But it was awesome. It was action from go to finish. It was, yeah, so it just didn't stop. Um, one thing that got me was there were kids in the cinema. Like, it's rated MA. Oh. They were like 10 and 12-year-old kids in the cinema and it's not a kids movie. It's not like, a school holiday movie? Don't take your kids to it. It's, no. Because the first one had some really violent graphic yes, moments in it. But it's just, like, it's rated MA. So it's just not, don't take your kids. I was really, yeah, there were parts in there where I was just squirming, kind of sitting there going, oh my God, there's kids watching me. And the um, very debonair Colin Firth returns with an eye patch. He does, yes, which is great because I love his character. Oh, isn't he just but, such a handsome... Well, he's still Mr. Darcy, isn't he? He, really I mean, let's still, he will always be Mr. Darcy. Yeah, now, yeah. without giving away too much, I have yep. noticed that on uh, my socials, I've seen mm-hmm. Elton John. Elton John is in the movie. It's so random. There you go. And he's, is um, his performance as fantastic as everyone says? <laughs> yes, it's brilliant. Is he playing himself? Or is he playing... Yes, he is no, playing he himself. himself. He plays himself. It doesn't give it away because it's not like it's a secret. But the baddies have kidnapped Elton John. <gasps> That's awesome. So he, so he plays himself. He's so good. He's hilarious. That's great. Yeah. I guess it'd be a bit hard for Elton John to play someone else. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. Because the whole time you're going, uh, do Rocket Man. Yeah. yeah. And um, Channing Tatum is in it as well. He's brilliant. He kind of um, puts a bit of humour into it. And that's what I love about it too. It's got that humour all the way through it, as, as well as all the action and all the, you know, all the bits that you're expecting, but it's got those bits that make you laugh as well. Love it. So what a- I mean, I think you need to go in and just take it for what it is. It's not a serious movie. It's a light-hearted action spy flick, so you've got to just take it for what it is and enjoy it, but it's, I loved it. I don't think I need to ask this, Mel, but are you giving it the middle finger or the thumbs up? Thumbs up. Oh, excellent. And I'll tell you what, Mel doesn't do that to all the movies. No. I think <laughs> she's no, not no. afraid. No way, no. No. <laughs> Thank you so, Mel. It's Hobart's Movie Buff is voted by you. We'll catch you next time you're at the movies. Great. Thank you. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Well, I didn't think that I would manage to offend so many you people. You did. 100% of people that have called into the show. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard look at myself, Hobart, and a good talking to. How many people have t- you abused? I mean, I don't think you were... It wasn't intentional. No. No, we were reporting over the last 24 hours how... In Hobart, we're being pushed to follow New South Wales and extending the life of a gift card from 12 months to three years. And all I said was, who gives gift cards? It's just lazy giving, which I still... Don't say it again because people have disagreed with you. I think it's... The lines are still open on 13, 12, 16. If if it comes my birthday time and you give me a gift card for Big W, I'm not going to be impressed. There are so many things you could buy in Big W. So buy me something from Big W. But maybe maybe I don't know what to get you in Big W. Well, get me something like, I don't know, a book. You know what kind of books I'm into. Yeah, but what if you've already got that book? Then I've got to give you the receipt and then you know how much it was... Oh, see, this sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. It's your your birthday. Yeah, I know. So oh. why am I getting left? Let's just with... not have birthdays this year. Oh my god, I sound like my mum. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we've had so many calls, but how was Ian earlier? Oh. He he's probably the most passionate caller I've ever had. No, they're awesome. What kind of gift cards do you love, Ian? Super cheap. Anything Carl related. See, but wouldn't you rather if I just went down and bought you a muffler? Um, like. <laughs> No. No, I mean, no. it sort of begs the question. You can do a full car service. See, there you go. That's not a present. Although that might be all right if she was willing to jump under your hood for an hour and tinker around a bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I might be a bit rusty, but... <laughs> You'd pick it up after a while. Okay. <laughs> That's what Facebook friends are for.
You had to go and put it up online as well. Yeah. Although like you, I haven't been abused enough. You had a little bit of support. Get out, online. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Claudia said when you're at a loss, what a friend could use then a gift card for a store they like is good. So make sure it's a store that they like. Yeah, but it's still not the point. Like, there's a lot of stores I like. You're going to argue with every single one of them? (laughs) Cassie says cash. See, lazy. Cash is great. Cash is great. Vicky says lazy. Yeah, good. Lazy, Lazy, Vicky. Uh, Crystal says handiest thing ever invented. Susan says the best. It's the best because I love Bunnings. And I'll give the wor- the last word to uh, Bronte. Bronte said, I call it the, holy crap, I forgot, let me run to Cole's gift. <laughs> That's <laughs> what Facebook friends are for. Well, I don't know if she actually says that as she runs into Cole's, but that's what she calls it. It was Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit, 100.9, 13 away from nine. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. It's three away from nine on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, you should update Hobart as to the cancellation of a flight if people are leaving. Yes, there is. Going to the mainland because you, are we allowed to say why you're going to the mainland or maybe not? It's a bit dark. Oh, Um, well, you're going there to. To help family. To help family. (laughs) No one's being shipped off to a home. So I'm just practicing my my lines. Yeah. Um, The 1010 flight out of Hobart to Melbourne has been cancelled. We won't name any carriers, but I was sent a text message Uh. and the text message said that your flight's been cancelled. Mind you, I was only sent this text message about half an hour ago. Uh, I understand planes have to be cancelled. I understand that. But they said that I had to ring this number and I rang the number and they (laughs) said that, uh, you know, there'd be someone on the line to speak to me (laughs) in 55 minutes. So after (laughs) check-in, is that what it is? So, so I'm just sitting here on hold. For, I'm still on hold at the moment. Um, so I'm sorry if I've been a bit distracted in the last half hour. I'm still on hold. So if you are on a ten ten oh. flight this morning, seek other or even options. flights later in the day. Just check the there leaving could be a time. Carry on, yeah, yeah. Because what will happen is everyone that wants to be on that one will get on the next one. And yeah, exactly. So on and so forth. Yeah. So have a great day, everyone. Apprentice Mace is up next with the most commercial free hits in Hobart. I'll tell you what, I'm loving the on hold music. We, I'm going to record the on hold music. <laughs> and we'll play it on the show later in the week. It's awesome. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.